You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Would you be the jerk for yelling at your parents after finding out that you were named after a stillborn relative? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for not allowing my brother and his boyfriend to come to my honeymoon? I, 25-year-old female, got married to my husband, 27-year-old male, almost a year ago. We weren't able to afford to go to the honeymoon we wanted back then, so that's why we saved up so we could go to Hawaii for our one-year anniversary. The trip is supposed to happen next month. We mentioned our plans to our family when my brother, 23-year-old male, suddenly chimed in saying that Hawaii is a great idea and that him and his boyfriend will join too. I was taken aback when he said that and I told him that this isn't a random trip and it's supposed to be our honeymoon. But he said that we could do a double couple's honeymoon together so him and his boyfriend can feel the experience of one as well. I told him that if he wants to feel the experience of a honeymoon, they can just go to a separate trip instead of hijacking ours and that even if they come. But my brother went off at me saying that I'm selfish for not sharing this experience with him when I know that our country doesn't allow gay marriages. And so he's never going to feel the experience of a real honeymoon, and this will be as close as he gets. And somehow my parents are now backing him up as well. Well, mostly my mom, but my dad usually goes along with her in order to avoid family conflict. Not gonna lie, at this point I feel like giving my brother the wrong location of our honeymoon, so there's no possibility of him and his boyfriend somehow hijacking it. I don't think Opie's the jerk here. If you want to have your own honeymoon and you want to have your own vacation... I think it's always going to be annoying when somebody invites themselves along for it. OP wasn't sharing it to them as an invite. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are going to be jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for calling all of my cousins Mary? My, female 15, granny always dreamed of having a daughter named Mary, but instead she got six sons and no daughters. Whenever she found out each of her daughter-in-laws are pregnant, she would beg them to name the kid Mary, but no one would do this. When my baby sister, two months, was born, my granny decided that she's going to call her Mary, even though that's not her name. My parents are very annoyed because of this, but they believe in respecting elders, so they won't say anything. This Christmas, we all gathered at Granny's, and she again called my sister Mary. I snapped at her to stop. This is annoying. That's not her name. Granny was upset, and my cousins and uncles started telling me that I'm being rude and that it's just a name and it's no big deal. So I decided that since it's no big deal for them, I will call all of my cousins Mary. Even the boys. I called them Mary all day, and at the end, one of them snapped and told me that I'm not funny anymore and asked me to stop. I told him, I'm not trying to be funny, Mary, but I won't stop until you apologize and admit that it is annoying to be called something other than your name. Now they're calling me a jerk. Is it maybe slightly petty? Sure, but I don't think OP's out of line here. Their name isn't Mary as much as the grandma is trying to force it. You would just think that after all this time and after all those kids, they would have gotten past the whole your kid needs to be named Mary thing. Our next story is, am I the jerk for yelling at my brother and sister-in-law and calling them idiots for giving us cow meat for dinner? My son is 9 years old and we're Indians who are living in the USA. There are various items which are prohibited in the religion. It includes cow meat. 
Recently, he talked to me about how some of his friends were talking about how they've eaten beef and that he wants one as well. I refused and in the end he agreed with it. We recently stayed at my brother's house. My son informed him one day that he wants to have cow meat but that I would not allow that. My brother agreed to help him have it and also told him, as they didn't give it to you, we'll also make a plan to make them have it as well. Yesterday they said that they were making meat for dinner and I said sure. When it was served, I noticed that it tasted somewhat differently, so I asked him about it. He laughed and said, that's beef. I want you to taste it as you're so against it. Freak your controlling attitude. I was shocked and a really huge argument that ensued. My son was continuing to have it, but I asked him to stop. And in the end, my brother was yelling at me himself and that he wanted to teach me a lesson. I called them backstabbing idiots and in the end, I left the house. I also gave my son a well-deserved dressing down and he's now grounded for a month. My brother and his wife say that I overreacted though and that they only did it as I was controlling towards my son. Am I the jerk? Edit, there are also moral reasons why I'm against it. I don't really mind if my son's not religious, but the cow is a sentient creature. I'd be just as upset if he said he wants to eat dog meat or cheat on his partner, etc. Perhaps there shouldn't be a rule against these things legally, but you can still ask people to not do that. My wife was also present and got tricked into having the meat. So I totally understand OP being absolutely livid for them getting tricked into eating this against their principles. But personally, I feel like if their kid wants to try it, isn't particularly interested in following the religious practices at nine years old, if it's not illegal, it's not going to get them in any trouble, and in fact, it's a very normal thing for almost anybody where you're at, I don't think it's fair to try to force him or punish him against it in this situation. I also don't really buy OP's argument of saying a cow is a sentient animal, because OP in this story said, I noticed that the meat tasted somewhat differently. Does that not imply that OP eats other meat of other animals that they would consider sentient? Our next story is, am I the jerk for not inviting my husband's pregnant former co-worker to my baby shower because I don't want her to steal the spotlight? Our next story is, am I the jerk for not inviting my husband's pregnant former co-worker to my baby shower because I don't want her to steal the spotlight? Hi, I, 30-year-old female, am pregnant and due in April. My husband, 35-year-old male, and I have a baby shower planned next month to celebrate with friends and relatives. This event is very important and meaningful to me as I have not publicly shared the news with my friends and family on any social platform. For example, Instagram, Facebook, the usual. My husband is super excited to invite all his friends from work and other social circles to the baby shower, most of whom I generally like and get along with, except for one, let's call her Sharon. Sharon is my husband's former co-worker and she's also pregnant, a few months after me. I never saw Sharon as a real problem up until last week where my husband and I attended another good friend's baby shower, where Sharon was also invited. Prior to attending the event, my husband told me to make sure to wear a jacket and keep my baby bump as discreet as possible so that I don't steal the spotlight from my friend, which I completely agree and respect. I was shocked when Sharon showed up wearing the tightest maternity bodycon dress one could ever imagine. Her baby bump was extremely prominent and shown in such a way where it essentially forces the conversation on her pregnancy. This was almost everyone's first time seeing her baby bump. Some people didn't even know she was pregnant. It was incredibly uncomfortable for me as I watched the energy shift from my friend Sharon. People were more interested in Sharon's baby, asking the usual 20 questions people are keen to ask. 
One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. They find out someone is expecting, and the worst part is, Sharon seemed to bask in the spotlight and gleefully answered everyone's questions. After witnessing that debacle, I no longer wanted Sharon at my baby shower. Her selfish behavior and attitude made it clear to me that she would try and pull the same exact crap at my baby shower. My husband tells me that not inviting her to my baby shower will cause unnecessary drama, since she is friends with the people who are attending. He also told me that we won't be invited to Sharon's baby shower, and that it will start even more drama, etc., etc., I do care about my husband and the connection he has to his friends, but at the same time, I'm hurt that he's not taking my side in understanding why I feel so strongly about this. It just infuriates me that he won't even acknowledge what Sharon did is wrong and is in poor taste. In fact, he's making me feel like I'm being overly sensitive and that I'm overthinking everything. I have no one to turn to and I feel that the only course of action for me is to take this girl off the invite list. I'm too stressed to think about the consequences this may have on the social group, nor do I have the bandwidth to truly sympathize. I just want to be selfish and think about my baby. Am I the jerk? In this situation, I think it relies on the historical precedent of she's shown that she's an attention seeker. My question is, why is the husband so okay with trying to make sure OP doesn't look like a jerk? But when somebody else does it, it's fine, just ignore it, let her go, don't exclude her. Our next story is, am I the jerk for serving my son-in-law's food on a kid's plate? I'll try to make this quick. I host dinners for the family and that includes all of the in-laws. This past year and a half has been a nightmare. My son-in-law cannot deal with food touching. That's fine. So when I plate up his stuff, I make sure it's not touching. At any point in the meal, if the food falls into the other food, then he apparently can't eat it. Then he makes a huge deal about it and I either have to give him more or deal with him, usually ending with an argument. I've tried to get the whole family to just serve themselves, but they think it's rude, so that doesn't work. I've given smaller portions to him to make sure nothing ever touches, but if I do that, I get accused of starving him. Also, I've talked about this so many times with him and my daughter. I had a dinner yesterday and served his on one of those kids' plates. Since I figured it has the mini walls and will prevent everything from touching, he blew up and we got into an argument. The rest of the family is split on the issue, but some found it funny. Am I the jerk? OP's not the jerk here, they're trying their best in a situation that feels unwinnable at times. The mini wall plates aren't about infantilizing anybody, it's not about embarrassing him or trying to make him feel like a kid, it's about trying to work with him. It's an honest good tool to use for the circumstances, and also, why does the family think it's rude or weird or wrong to try to have them serve themselves? I really don't get that thinking. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my niece to keep it together until you can get the heck out? 
I, 42-year-old male, parted ways with my brother, 42, a while ago based on differences of opinion, but he called me recently. He saw a video of his daughter, 16, slandering and insulting him on her friend's podcast. Apparently, she'd been going behind his back and hanging out with people he didn't like for years. I parted ways with him when she was five, and at that point she already liked me a lot more than him, and he wanted me to talk to her about respect. Before I was to talk to her, he showed me the clip from the podcast in question, and his daughter said, Oh yeah, I freaking hate my dad. Trash human, no lie. He's kept me from learning about being a mechanic. He says a woman doesn't need a degree, just an apron and a cookbook. I asked if he really behaved like that, and his answer boiled down to, Well, yeah. I said nothing, and waited until I met his daughter. I told her, Move out as soon as possible. Your father is an absolute fool, and I wish I'd been here to correct him. When you've escaped, I'll support you as much as I can. Obviously, her father had a bit of a blow-up. I said nothing and left as he seethed and called me a jerk. Am I the jerk? I don't think Gopi's the jerk. It would be one thing if she's going on the podcast and saying, oh, he won't let me drink alcohol when I want to, or oh, he stole my weed when he caught me with it or whatnot, or oh, he keeps stealing my vape. You know, something like that where a 16-year-old is understandably going to be punished and they just get upset about it. But if she's out here outing him because of his misogyny and he's getting upset about that, well, sorry, but that's who you are. You are a misogynist and it sucks that you're getting upset when it gets exposed, but it wouldn't be that way if you weren't like that. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not making sure my godson sleeps during an overnight flight? My best friend Nick, 35-year-old male, and I, 35-year-old male, live in the same city. We decided to travel together to our other friend Toby, 35-year-old male's wedding. All three of us went to school together. Nick's son Albert, 15, is my godson and he was also invited. Toby is another honorary uncle for him. Anyways, the day before we left, I bought Albert a copy of Death on the Nile to read on the airport and on the flight, figuring it'll help him get some sleep if he read instead of playing on his phone. The day of the flight, Nick, who traveled extensively for work and had many miles and points, got an upgrade to first class. I stayed with Albert in economy. It was an overnight flight. I told him, you should go to sleep in the next hour, and dozed off soon after takeoff. Woke up an hour before landing to find that he hasn't gotten any sleep at all and has been reading the book I got him the entire time. Told me he couldn't put it down. When we landed, Nick was upset that I didn't make sure Albert got some sleep. He said it would have been nice of me to do so and even called me an irresponsible godfather for it. I don't think OP's the jerk here and if anything they should walk away from this happy that OP got their kids so invested in a book that they wanted to read it during the whole flight. I mean yeah it's going to cause some serious issues with jet lag for them later but hey the kid wanted to read. I wish at 15 I got invested in any kind of book like that. To be honest, once I was done with school, I pretty much didn't do any reading except for whatever I read on the computer until literally I started reading Reddit stories here out loud. Even now I like bought a Kindle and I want to get into it, but I just haven't found myself being like, okay, now's the time to read this book. Our next story is, am I the jerk for eating my sister's sandwich knowing she was saving it for herself? So I, 14-year-old female, have an older sister, 19-year-old female, who we'll call Ella. Ella is staying at home with me and my parents for university until she graduates or finds an affordable apartment for rent. Anyway, to give a little context, my family is pretty busy. My mom is a nurse, so she's gone very early and isn't back until sometimes very late. And my dad also gets up early as well. I'm not exactly sure what he does, but I know it has something to do with finance. So because of this, I have to get myself ready in the morning. 
Since my parents aren't here in the morning, I've set up a routine. I'll usually pack my lunch, snack, etc. the night before and put it in the fridge to take it to school the next morning, and it works out great. Until my sister moved in. For a little context, my sister is also out of the house before I wake up, and I've started to notice that she would take my lunch, leaving me with nothing to eat. I just assumed she didn't know it was mine, which was a little annoying, but I just told her to stop taking them. She agreed and all was well until last week, Friday. Friday morning, I was supposed to go to school and she took my lunch again. And I had to buy myself something small with pocket money and I had enough, so I decided I was done. I woke early on Saturday morning before she was awake and just took her sandwich. For more context, because I know people will be confused, she goes to the library with her friends on some Saturdays and that's the only time she'll actually pack Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market her own lunch. Anyway, I took it and started eating it for breakfast. Needless to say, when she came downstairs and saw me eating her food, she got mad. We got into a fight and I ended up telling her that this is how I felt every time she was too lazy to make her own food and ate mine instead. I went back upstairs and by the time I came back down, she was gone. My parents weren't happy when they found out what happened and told us to figure it out ourselves, so now I'm feeling kind of bad. Am I the jerk? Opie's not the jerk here. They've been making themselves food regularly the day prior and she took it knowing Opie wouldn't have it at school. Opie to turn around and do it to her one time. I'm glad they know how it feels now. And shoot, I'd say if it keeps happening, Opie's in the right to do it back to them whenever they do plan ahead. I'd suggest for Opie to either get like a locked lunchbox or like a mini fridge in their bedroom. Although considering your parents are trying to dodge every responsibility of being parents in the situation... I wish Opie the best of luck, they're probably on their own to procure that stuff. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to go to my sister-in-law's baby shower after she refused to support me when I had a stillbirth and stole my daughter's name? Three months ago, I, 28-year-old female, gave birth to my angel baby, whom I was going to name Siobhan. My husband Dylan, 30-year-old male and I, are still grieving her loss. We lost her due to preterm premature rupture of membranes and there was nothing the doctors could do to save her. My mother is Irish and I was going to name my baby after my great auntie. We were so happy and now we are devastated. My family rallied around us and so did Dylan's parents, but his sister was a different story. She's been helping Dylan but has told me I need to get over it, it being in reference to our daughter. My husband's sister Claire, 34-year-old female, just announced her pregnancy at 20 weeks and had her gender reveal on Instagram. I'm happy for her but sad at the same time because I never got to meet my daughter. She announced she was going to have a baby shower and sent out invitations last week. When we received the invitation it said, help us welcome our baby Siobhan. I can admit I cried looking at the invitation. Claire and my husband's family have no connection to Ireland or the name Siobhan, and when my husband asked her why she chose the name, Claire said it sounded pretty, and because we weren't able to use it, she was going to take it first. And to clarify, no, she is not naming her baby after my daughter, 
As much as I want to feel happy for Claire, I just can't. It feels like she's rubbing the fact that my baby is dead in my face. And I RSVP'd no to the invite. She called me on my private number and chewed me out for being a sour bench, not being happy for her, and being jealous over nothing. I feel like I should be happy for her, but I just can't. I just want my baby girl, my Siobhan. Am I the jerk? I don't think OP's the jerk here. Somebody in the comments had a great suggestion, which was send a preemptive email out to the entire family or a text message or something and in it just write how pleased you are, how overjoyed and ecstatic you are, just super positive that they chose the name their daughter after their late cousin, your Siobhan. They say to keep going into detail with it, talk about how knowing your niece will carry your daughter's name with her for her entire life. How it makes you and your husband feel so touched by the sister-in-law's love her and her husband have for you and your daughter. And then just roll with it. Anybody ever mention that name and you're there to witness it? You can drop that they named it after your daughter. I think that's really the only way to truly still own this name in this circumstance considering they want to go forward with it like that. I mean, you very well may make them change after such an embarrassment like that. This next story is, am I the jerk for spending money my grandparents gave me instead of saving it toward my stepbrother's treatment fund? My mom got married to Alan two years ago. I, 15-year-old female, was 13 at the time, and Alan's two kids were Emma, 9-year-old female, and Noah, 3-year-old male. Noah was diagnosed with cancer last year, and my mom and her husband were told there's some kind of different treatment he could get in another country, and if they could raise the money, it would be better for Noah than the treatments available in the US. My mom and Alan could not afford it, so they've been sending him to treatment here and saving for Noah's treatment. They made a lot of cutbacks and asked that Emma and I give over any money we get so they can afford this. They have about 70% or something now, and that has come from cutting out a lot. We eat very basic meals, they cancelled our internet, and we didn't do anything for our birthdays or Christmas since we started saving. Any money that comes into the house goes on essentials or the treatment fund. My dad died 9 years ago, and my paternal family stayed part of my life. They know what has been going on, and they've been buying me little treats and taking me out to eat when they can. They've also given me money every couple of weeks so I can have something if I ever need anything. I've been hiding that money because I know I would be told to give it up. I carry it everywhere because Emma is the type to snoop and then tell her dad. She's asked me before why I don't babysit to help make more money for her brother. She would work if she could, but she's only 11. I spent some of the money for my grandparents over the weekend. I got my hair cut and bought my best friend a gift for her birthday. I also got some food and spent some time in my dad's grave. My mom noticed my haircut and asked where the money came from and she realized I was lying when I said I'd been with my grandparents and they took me because I forgot they were out of town. So I told her they gave me some money to get some stuff done. She told me a haircut was not a need and how selfish could I be. Alan heard her scolding me and he jumped in and asked what the heck was wrong with me. He told me this family has to pull together for Noah and I'm acting like I don't care whether Noah gets this treatment or not. Of course, by the end of the day, Emma heard and freaked out, but then my mom ran into my best friend's mom a couple of days ago, and she told mom my gift to my best friend was so sweet and thoughtful. I was sat down and yelled at for spending the money on not just me, but on others. Ellen asked me how I could give the money for a gift that means nothing when it could have gone to save my brother's life. I yelled back that it's not my job to pay for Noah's treatments, and I'm already sacrificing, but I refuse to go all out the way they want me to. I told them the money came from my family, family who was nothing to them, 
and they need to let it go. Alan called me a selfish little bench, and he told me I should be ashamed of my repulsive behavior. Now, Emma keeps telling me I'm a bad person. Am I the jerk? I don't think OP's the jerk here. I think if they can go live with their grandparents, maybe try to sell their parents on, hey, me not being here is going to save money for Noah so that can be afforded more, it would probably be for the best, and maybe OP will be able to just kind of stay away and keep their distance. This next story is, am I the jerk for yelling at my mom after I found out she named me after one of my stillborn cousins? Last month, I, 17-year-old male, learned that my mom named me after one of my stillborn cousins. My aunt, my mom's sister, had four stillborn children, and her only son is the only one I was named for. My aunt never got to bring a child home. I felt like I always knew she lost kids, but I never knew her son and I shared a name. It's not a common name either. I never met another person with my name, and while I always loved having a unique name, learning the origin of it makes me so uncomfortable. As long as I can remember, my aunt has hated my mom and never wanted to be near her. I never got it. My aunt was always nice to me, but I could feel how awkward she was around me. I could never figure out why. It was weird because my whole family gave me a nickname and always called me that. The nickname was unrelated to my name and everybody used it for me. That wasn't so weird, but I guess I did used to wonder because I remember when they hosted a party last year to celebrate me getting an award for my art, they used my nickname, which is more of a pet name on the cake, the banner and stuff. It didn't have my first name on it at all. I was talking to my cousin before Christmas. She's my uncle's kid and I asked her why everyone calls me by the nickname and never by my name. And she told me it was hard for them to use the name and not think of my cousin. I asked her what she meant and she told me it was a whole drama and mom almost lost her whole family over it. Nobody thought I was kind and our aunt was so ticked at mom. Apparently mom even told dad that was my name and he got no real say. It made me so uncomfortable because every time they hear my name, they think of him, and he never got a chance to live and grow. I know naming people after dead family members is a thing and that's fine, but an infant who is stillborn? It feels so gross to have that name. I confronted my parents and mom told me it was no big deal, and I shouldn't feel ashamed, that my aunt is the one who should be ashamed. I asked mom how she could be so insensitive to her sister. She didn't get over that, and a week ago it all kind of bubbled over, and she told me I have no right to be mad. I started yelling that she cursed me with a name that makes everyone think of a tragedy. I told her the name is more associated with him than with me, and that makes sense because they lost him way too soon, and it will also make them think of his sisters who didn't live either. My mom said I had no right to yell at her, and that I'm just as bad as the rest of the family when they all treated her like crap for how she chose to name me. Am I the jerk? OP's definitely not the jerk here. This is strikingly similar to the earlier story. If it wasn't proposed to the mom to name their kid in respect of the stillborn child, and the mom just chose to do that and essentially steal that name, it's understandable why everybody's livid and blown up about it. It would be pretty devastating to learn the truth about your name that way too. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to babysit my grandkids because I don't want to? I'm in my late 50s and in general last month with the holiday and then my job being rough the beginnings of the month, I am tired. Today I was able to take a half day and this weekend I plan on doing nothing. This seems to be a problem. I got a call today asking if I could babysit the grandkids tomorrow night. They have to visit her uncle and doesn't want to take the kids to the nursing home. I told my daughter-in-law no. She asked why and I told her I need to recharge. 
Daughter-in-law asked if I was truly doing nothing, and I told her yes. This started an argument where she thinks I'm being selfish and I can easily do this since I'm doing nothing. I told her my answer was again no. My son is also mad at me now and I'm wondering if I should suck it up and babysit. Would it be nice if OP did babysit? Absolutely. Is OP in every right to say no, I need a recharge day? Absolutely. Especially with the holidays. For me especially, things have been hectic this past month. Christmas, New Year's, I've had like two relatives' birthdays. And shoot, there's a surprising amount of junk you've got to figure out at the start of every year. Don't even get me started with the nightmare insurance-related things have been for me this year. Our next story is, am I the jerk? My 38-year-old female, boyfriend's 36-year-old male, dad, says horribly offensive stuff in front of my kids, 7 and 9, and we had a blowout because of it. I honestly can't tell if I'm overreacting or not, but here goes. I have two kids, girl, seven, boy, nine, and recently I've started introducing them to my boyfriend's parents. Now, my boyfriend's dad has no filter. There is nothing he will not say. They were over at our house yesterday and we were sitting at the kitchen table with my daughter before we left to go to a restaurant for dinner. He was saying the most vile things terribly racist, homophobic, sexist jokes, every swear word you can imagine, the n-word, all of it. Boyfriend is laughing, swearing, going along with it. I end up taking my daughter out of the room and keeping her busy until we go out to eat. We get to the restaurant. He openly mocks my nine-year-old son, tells him he's a girl because he has long hair, and because he's a girl, does he wear a training bra? makes jokes about my daughter playing hockey and how girls can't play sports. Everyone is laughing except me, my son, and my daughter. I'm desperately making comments to try and defuse. At one point, he asks me to describe how tight the butt was of a woman who I'd been referencing in a story. On and on with this stuff. I get home and I can't sleep all night. I'm so mad at myself for not calling it out, for not saying something while it was happening. I texted my boyfriend, I said going forward, I'm going to keep the kids out of his family stuff. It's not my style. I don't want the kids around it. Whatever. A huge fight follows. He says, it's just the way he is. That he has good intentions. He doesn't mean anything by it. He says it's my responsibility to teach the kids that different people exist. And that they need to learn that that's how some people are. And that's the way it is. I say no. It's my job to protect my kids now. To show my daughter that she doesn't need to tolerate old, creepy men that say offensive things just to avoid making people uncomfortable. That my son shouldn't have to put up with a grown man making jokes at his expense and have adults laugh at him when he can't defend himself. I ask him why he isn't as mad as I am that his dad is saying that stuff so freely around kids. Why isn't he angry that his dad is making horrible sexual comments to his son's girlfriend? I say that any adult that says such vile things so freely around small children is a piece of crap. I know that it's hard for my boyfriend to feel like I'm attacking his dad, but it makes me so angry and I really think he is a disgusting man. I'm very open to advice and opinions. We are on the verge of breaking up over this. Now, considering the way this guy's father is, I'm going to expect he was raised to never question him, never go against him. If you do so, you are going to get, at the very least, an extreme amount of grief. But if he can't even on the side, personally, one-on-one, say that I recognize where you're coming from, and I agree that it is problematic, 
then there is a real fundamental issue here. Because Lord knows if I'm in OP's position, I'm not bringing my kids around to a situation where this guy is going off saying the N-word, making all of these brash sexual comments about people, sharing misogynistic viewpoints and telling the kids, you can't do this, you look like this, and cause that to be swimming around in the back of their head. If he can't own up to that and understand why at least you're going to keep the kids away from him, then yeah, there's a real issue. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.